Welcome to the Agile Wire. Brought to you by Wisconsin Agility. I can't give customer feedback. We stakeholders would cut me some slack. I can't sleep, my backlog's not ordered. Please help with my decision disorder. All right, Chad. So what's going on here? This product owner can't like get any you know, user feedback? Why, why can't they talk to any customers? I'm putting myself in the shoes of the stressed out product owner. I think that's what this, this song uh, I intended to capture, right? Um, yeah, like everybody says all the buzzwords all the time in product, right? Get close to your customer, voice of the customer, uh, give your customers what they don't know they want. Like there's so much talk about customer feedback and yet it's really hard sometimes. Uh, for various reasons to get close to a customer. Um, so, you know, I can't get customer feedback. Like, I think it's just a problem statement that I think a lot of product owners can struggle with. Yeah. And then I love where you go with it, talking about how, cause you can't get close to your customers. Like you have this decision disorder. Like you don't know what, what, where am I ordering things? What's going on? I don't know. Like you have no level no level of certainty of even what experiment to run if you can't validate something with your customers. And then you're kind of asking there for your stakeholder. You wish your stakeholders would give you some, you know, cut you some slack. <laughs> like, I think every project is just like, man, I'm stressed out. I'm trying to satisfy everybody's needs. But I, if I can't talk to the customers, how am I supposed to do that? You know, how am I supposed to find those one wins? Yeah. And and I guess, again, this, this come, it speaks to the product owner, right? There's so much value in there being one decision maker in scrum that is the product owner and yet because of that the 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 structure of the framework and why that's so amazing it also puts a lot of pressure on that person and so again it feels like things are hitting you from all directions when you're a product owner right the customer maybe wants something or they need something the stakeholders internal and external right there might be governance bodies that are your stakeholders that you don't even want to have to do something, but you have to do it to play by the rules in our society, in our economy. Um, and then even just thinking about falling asleep, right? It sounds really simple. Yeah. The product owner, they just order the backlog. Well, yeah, but determining what to order, when to order, you know, that's, it can be very stressful, right? So decision disorder is sort of just kind of a, I don't know, it's sort of just a jab at like, yeah, I mean, from an outsider looking in, it might feel like, why didn't the product owner come prepared to this session today? Or why do they feel so rattled? Well, because they're responsible for ordering where we're going next. It's a big, it's a big accountability. Yeah, we say this all the time in our class, right? Like a, a normal scrum team costs somewhere in that 50K to 75K every single sprint if you're doing two-week sprints. Well, I mean... You can't sleep because you're thinking about, man, am I wasting the organization's money? Like, what if we run out of money? Like, yeah. there's people livelihoods at stake here, right? Like, there's a lot of pressure to that. And um, if you don't have any empirical data that help you figure out what direction to go, man, that's a tough place to be. Product owner, ordering
Yeah, I love the I love the jump cuts that you do inside of there from the clapping to the guitar. And like you're really you're wearing the suit and you're really like embracing uh, David Burns. Like if anyone's seen the music video, they're like, wow, that Chad David Burns, you guys get like the same people. You're like same mannerism. So um, I, I thought that was that was great. Going back to the lyrics, you you uh, you've mentioned got to focus my team, got to keep delivering twice inside of the you know there's six lines there, and that's and those are two of the six lines, and I, and I the way I look at it is that the first part is ordering my backlog, that's how you do the second part, maximizing your value so that you can focus your team so they can keep delivering right. Like I think you do a really good job of like condensing down that essence of a product owner like why they exist maximizing the value for for the team and then how they do that ordering their backlog so they can figure out what should we work on next so we can focus because we all know if we work on many things all at once very little actually gets done and if we have focus we can get a lot done um in a short period of time yeah and is that what you were thinking when you wrote those those so we talk about the closing the agile feedback loop all the time right and i think sometimes I don't know. Sometimes Scrum maybe gets like a bad, a misunderstood. Uh, sometimes Scrum is misunderstood in that it's just like, yeah, you just like keep delivering stuff, or you just you just keep building stuff, right? But it's like, no, there's an agile feedback loop, and you have to close that loop if you really want to get the value. So, like, we've said this to product owners many many times, right? When you order something, if you order all the wrong stuff, you might be going the wrong direction for months, right? That's why you got to keep delivering. So you can, you might, you probably will get it wrong. Several sprints out of, you know, maybe the majority of sprints. I'm not sure. It depends on your context of your product. But by delivering, not just incrementally building, but by delivering, you close the feedback loop and you get feedback on what you've actually created, what you as a product owner put at the top of the backlog. And now you can change course. Like a sailboat, you can decide, okay, now that I've, gone this direction, I need to tack and go left, go right. So it's um, right. why ordering is important. Figuring out what's valuable is also extremely important. Not also, is more important. Um, and, it, then, and then it feeds back into what you order next. So I think the chorus, I, I was trying to capture the agile feedback loop that we're always talking about, whether we're in a training class, whether we're uh, you know, on stage at a conference, it's just like, it just feels like we can't stop talking about a natural feedback loop because it's it's everything, right? Doesn't yeah. really matter what framework you're using, right? This could be agnostic to Scrum in general. Yeah, if you're on a team and you just build, 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 but you never measure and learn, then how do you know you're going in the right direction? I guess I equate it back to the day when first learning how to drive and we didn't have GPSs and you'd have to like print maps out and go with you. You had no feedback loop. Was I on the right track or not? You could be going in the wrong direction. And that definitely happened for me, at least a few different times. And, and it was, you had to like go get feedback from like a gas station or something else and say, where are we now? Like you look at your phone or your GPS in your car and it's like, you have a constant feedback loop. Am I going in the right direction? Where should I be going? And getting lost is just kind of a thing in the past. Like I mentioning that to my kids, like they don't even know what that means. And that's kind of what you're going after yeah. um, right here. Like if you have this feedback loop, you're always validating that you're going in the right direction. Yeah. Yeah. That's so awesome. I love your analogy. Like I, I'm laughing because I've, I forgot like. Yeah, you used to stop at gas stations and ask for directions. Like that happened all the time, right? Unless it was your dad 
who was too proud to stop or something, you know, like there was always somebody in your family who was like, I'm not, I don't need to stop for directions. And so you'd, you'd get lost more often because and stay I mean, lost, right? Cause there's no feedback yeah. loop. You'd go on the long release cycle for a year or whatever it is, you know, maybe they, then, yeah, maybe, maybe they get lucky out, once but. in a while, just like we do in product, right? Maybe you get lucky once in yeah. a while, but most of the time you you're way off course and then, you know, it's costly, right? Whether it's gas, gas you're putting in your vehicle or whether okay. it's sprints that you're spending month mm-hmm. after month, it's costly when you go the wrong direction for too long, right? So, yeah, I love that analogy. Chad and I are running these experiments, going behind the music. If you like this, share it with a friend. If you found value in today's episode, share this with a friend. Until next time, get agile and stay agile.